Christ, you scared the crap out of me. Oh, Christ, I'm just having to go with you. Who are you? Oh, bad dreams, man. Oh, <sighs> your breath smells like dog dirt. So do your fucking knackers. Don't you watch me while you're getting bathed? Well, that's the problem we got when we're topping and sailing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking sheets on other bed are disgusting, are they? I'm not oh, sleeping no, there anymore. It's cold and all, innit? We need to get some cold apart. Yeah, you are warm. Your ass is like a radiator. That's not my ass. What is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Pete? Oh, no, oh, fucking no. hell. Don't do that. <laughs> I thought it's in again. Ah, yeah, but it's nothing quite like a lion for the lads. Though, oh, I do. I like, like I've fucking dreams, oh man. I'm getting worse, man. Every time I don't drink, I get really bad fucking weird dreams, man. When, when don't you drink? Well, only last night. Oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tell us about your dream. Oh, let me just think. Oh, fuck it. It's like, it's right familiar place. We're like, all here somewhere. We're living in Otley, and I met this bird. And I went back round her house and that. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting on like a house on fire. I mean, house on fire. She's a really nice lass. And yeah. she seemed normal to begin with. Uh, and then halfway through the dream, I had to go to the bathroom. And when I came back down again, I'm like, fucking hell, she's only got one arm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're like, oh shit. And she's looking yeah. at me and I'm looking at her. And I'm like, I'm not bothered. You know what I mean? It's fine. You know what I mean? And she was just shot. I'm like, you didn't ask for an hand job though, did you? I did. <laughs> At first, I looked at it, I thought, well, that fit. Turns out funny, then. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I looked down, I thought, well, that fit in my bum. But <laughs> <laughs> then she goes, I'm a single parent. I was like, I don't care, you know what I mean? I really like you. I'll rest of it. I'm getting on and that. And she goes, oh, do you want to meet son and that? And I went to the front room. And in my dream, I did not <laughs> register what were wrong with it. I was just, roll, you know, because I liked it. I'm rolling with punches. Yeah. And I looked and sat on the couch with a fucking Bob Mortimer. As in now, <laughs> and I was about 60. So you were only about 25, 30 years old. <laughs> but he's obviously so special. So you weird about this story? <laughs> you copping off with a 25-year-old? <laughs> I thought it would be no, weird. No, no, you're quite happy with one arm and single parent. And Von Mortimer. You still think it was lottery. He were all like drooly and special and he were like, you know, like Tourette's, he's shouting stuff out and that. And she said like, I need to go to the shops, will you look after him? I'm like, I'm fine with it, you go to the shops. And I'm sat talking with Von Mortimer and he's just like shouting shit at me and that. And then you woke me up. <laughs> Oh, that were weird. You've got to have dreams, our kids. And that was all that mean, though. One arm ladies and Bob Mortimer. What does it mean? I think, to be honest, I can work out really easily. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, mate. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I think it's. We'll go anywhere later. All right. (laughs) 
but, but to be honest, my, I, I had a dream as well. From and mine was from because um, these are actually real dreams we've had, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not the regular shit. Because yeah. my mine was the guy who is involved. I used to. I wrote a few stories about him. They were known as Flint and Hugs were these. Oh the, yeah. yeah, right. Baldy heads. Yeah, so one yeah, of these guys was called this guy Hugs, right? I mean, you know, he's a fucking psychopath. Absolute leads, was it lead service squad <laughs> lunatic? Oh, yeah, absolute fucking dangerous idiot. And I had a dream about him, and I'd been <laughs> in this room, and I was talking to people about people who come from this particular village are all in bread, and and I yeah. said, no, no, it's not like a, it's not. I'm not saying it to be nasty. Yeah, I yeah. I said, but they've all got like there's only one woman in village, yeah. and they all got the same mum, and they all have sex with her, and she had just as <laughs> old kids and that, right? <laughs> And then one person I'm talking, it would kind of shake his red as well, saying, no, 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 don't no, say, no. Don't say it. And oh. I looked across and like, Hugs is in corner, and he was nearly crying, he was so angry. Oh, and you know, like when a complete nutter is oh, nearly no, crying. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's extreme violence about yeah. to happen, isn't it? Yeah. So he came over, shaking with rage, and I'm sat down, and he stood over me, <laughs> and he's got a full deodorant can in a sock. <laughs> And he's Scum swinging styling. it over oh, top of me like this. Were it links? Or? Yeah. Uh, no, it was bigger than that. It was Gillette, actually. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we live on you. The long one. Yeah, like yeah. The longer camp. And he's swinging it over me like that. And he's just saying, what I'm going to do to you. Oh, I'm going to you so fucking hard with this. Yeah, the I'm order of fucking can. blind you. Blind you? He's going to eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but then I'm thinking, yeah. oh, and I was so frightened. <laughs> I was so frightened. <laughs> And then I just had to kind of talk him down, and each time I'm, I'm trying to be nice to him, he got closer and closer until eventually he sat on my knee, right, and he cuddled right, in, oh. right, right and then we just started copying off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandy, so he's copying off with a lead hooligan. Yeah. Oh. I, I really want to join it, but I was just really glad I wasn't going to get blinded oh. with a deodorant can in a sock. Were it full tongues? Do you know the worst thing was? He would just sort of make him kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel the stubble, Aki? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. You could feel it, and I, I didn't oh. get a twitch or oh, yeah, You could yeah. tell he was just really liking it, just oh. like getting all kissed on his face. All calm and, and that, and he then, dropped his sock and stuff. And just yeah, really and everything was all right, him. and he wasn't going to get blinded, but I knew also at the same time, because I'd gone down this route, yeah. that were it for me. Oh, every day. Prison rules, wasn't yeah. it now? Yeah. Oh. I may as well just apply the lippy. Put <laughs> 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 on <the> special pants. <laughs> Oh. Well, there's nothing wrong with us, is there, Aki? <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> I worry about rest of them, though, don't you? Why oh, do? They must have a shit life, must not they? You know? But luckily, oh. we're not in our nightmare-ish dream. Yeah, thank mean, God, no, man. We're in Crack and Co. Oh, the beautiful. podcast that shines a beacon onto the bizarre. And it is bizarre. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Matt. I'm a bizarre Benny. Yeah, so today, we're rather looking into the uh, deep cesspits of our psychics. <laughs> we're going to cast the light out from our, instead of our mind, out, out into the wide world, and we're going to look at the weird things which are on the shore, in the sky, mm. in the seas, anywhere odd we can look, anywhere but inside our own screaming yeah, minds. Cast it out, cast yeah, it out. Yeah, that's it, cast out the demons. <laughs> 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 A bit of 
shark news are Sharkies in. again? Yeah, I love a bit of shark news, but that's a good oh, thing about living on local. an island. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we always have a look out all over the for some sharks and stuff. I mean, of course, we were talking before about sort of rarer sharks coming to our shores and things yeah. like this, you know. And you were asking about what kind of sharks we get and all sorts of stuff, you know. And I don't think this one cropped up in our chat of sharks and shark species, to be honest, but this is quite an interesting one. And this is a rare shark has uh, washed up on a beach, Lepe Beach or Leap Beach, perhaps, and that's in Hampshire. I don't know how it's pronounced. Wow, Hampshire. Right and this Hampshire, is, which side's that? Do you know what's worse? I don't know. Oh, look at you! Not oh, knowing. No, I'm really bad with things like counties and what's oh, on. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I mean, you're, you're like uh, um, Sherlock Holmes who thinks the Earth's flat. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't believe in space and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's just like, like no, yeah, not well, interested. Never gonna go there. Yeah. So it's like you know, I've hardly ever travelled, so it's like you know. <laughs> so do you know what? I think, I think for the sake of argument, we've got to find out. Shall we? Let's just say west. West coast. Yes. South Coast. <laughs> oh, well, it makes sense, actually. But it, it includes, a, a, I didn't know this, Portsmouth's in Hampshire. Is it? Yeah, I never oh. knew that. I never knew that. Portsmouth is in, is in Hampshire. Um, but that, because I've got quite a few little sort of like things which I'm not very good at. Yeah. One of them is things like counties or where things are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not very good at that. But, uh, but you know, you got, we all got a few Achilles heels, <laughs> haven't we? You know yeah. I mean? So down in Hampshire, it's near there. But, so South Coast, going to get rarer beach, uh, yeah. rarer, rarer shower. A lot hotter, in Yeah, a little bit warmer down there and all that sort of stuff. Nice area though, I like mm. it down there. So what's happened is the shark's been spotted on there, right? And it originally, uh, initially was spotted by a woman called Alicia Openshaw, 38, right? And she'd seen the shark on the beach. So this is on uh, Lepe Beach, right, down in Hampshire. Mm. And um, the, the, the shark that's washed up, right, is... Oh, dead? Well, it's washed up alive at first. Ah. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's it's beached itself, and it's a rare small tooth sand tiger shark. A what? <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> oh god. A what? <laughs> tiger shark. But it's only two meters long, right? Which is six foot. Now I saw this, right? I thought to myself, oh, that's only a little shark. He's six foot two meters, you know, because they get yeah. massive. And I had I, I made myself rethink this, right? So imagine yourself like a two-meter-long tube of meat. I'm just thinking muscle. dog. You know, like yeah, a little, I think that you know as well. What I mean? You're a fucking little dog at you. He's still a fight, is that? Yeah, but two meters is the same size as me. We're just I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm under two meters, yeah, so something yeah. that big. But imagine something the size that could crunch through a melon with with really exactly. sharp teeth. But to me, all right, on the beach wrestling it about. But we've said it before. I'll have a go with a shark on a beach, not in the water. Yeah, Fuck, you just this. <laughs> You can see him whirring around up there, idiot. <laughs> fucking. That fucking plane. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> I'll tell you about that fucking paraglider up uh, where he, uh, near the docks, shall I say. Right. This paraglider was whizzing round. He did it for about a year and he's just whizzing round, whizzing round. You know, you just did this annoying noise and he's above you. And you're yeah. like, you're like, first, we like waved at him and we had a bit of a wave back and that. And then, you know, the year down, you're like, God, he's getting on my tits now. Why are you, why are you above us? You know, why don't you yeah. fuck off and look at something else? You know what I mean? Uh, and then one weekend, fucking, uh, what's that helicopter? That first response helicopter comes in. Oh, like, like yeah. ambulance. Yeah, yeah, ambulance yeah. helicopter zooms over. Like, what's fucking going on? Next day, I found out he just spiralled out and died. He just sort of <laughs> gone wrong, and he just fucking fell to his death. So, 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 so
Yeah, he won't. This won't another time. He was just another day. He's whizzing around. Everybody's ignoring him now because he's just such a common sight. You know what I mean? And he just and must, there he was and we again. didn't even know. We just we heard it one minute. It was silent the next minute. We didn't hear him scream or out. We just fucking fell out of the sky <laughs> to his death. Well, let's hope that happens to this pilot here. Yeah, exactly. Ah, whizzing about as a yeah. fucking lighthouse. There's no more, there's no, the only thing more smug than an Audi or a Beamer driver is a bloke in a little plane. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah twat. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, sharkies! Right. So, well, we're wrestling them on beach, weren't we? Then, that yeah. Right? So yeah. that's the thing. So, that, so we got well, we weren't really, but Alicia <laughs> Openshaw, thirty-eight, right? She'd seen this shark on the beach thrashing around, right? Yeah, yeah. This rare small-tooth sand tiger shark, right? So she'd seen it and she thought to herself, "Oh yeah, I am going to have to help this." On a Todd, she fucking hauls it into the sea, wow. doesn't she? she it. Why would a shark beach itself, though, Matt? Well, I, I don't understand that. Well, so, some, there's various reasons. Sometimes I think so they get disoriented and they think they're heading out to sea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're not. Yeah. And especially in very, very tidal places like the UK, it's highly tidal. So they might be thinking, oh, well, you know what's okay, I'm, I'm yeah. in deep. And there's a lot of fish are actually in the shallows yeah so there's ah, a lot of, a lot of things use yeah. tactics or the even use the shore to drive fish towards the shore so they've only got one direction yeah, to go in, back yeah. towards them yeah, so do that Tide goes out a little bit more than the ready. Next yeah, thing on yeah. the beach, well, the tide's going out. A big wave or something, and that's it. They're knocked that's onto it. the beach. Yeah, yeah, you know, and there they are thrashing around. But sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're a sick, they're a sick animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they might be sort of struggling in the, in the deeper water, so they're going to the shallows because they're feeling feeling vulnerable or something. Yeah. yeah. And next thing, you know, they, they haven't got the energy or strength to get away, uh, so that might occur yeah. as well. Bloody hell, that must be heavy though for one woman to drag that on the sand. And he's he's dangerous because they're very flexible. Because they haven't got a, like a hard skeleton. The cartilaginous, as they call it, yeah, which means they bend right round. Yeah, they can bend. They can bend round and just have your arm off, really. Oh. You, know, you know, I mean, so you've got to be careful. But fair play to her. You know, I mean, she 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 took it on herself to drag this shark out. She back dragged it, not rolled it. No, no. Well, I don't know. As far as I can see, it said here. It says here that she's dragged it out to sea, right? And she did say she watched it swim away, <laughs> which I think is all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but then it, uh, subsequently, it was found dead on a shore, oh. <laughs> and it was actually seen on Mother's Day. It was yeah. spotted on Mother's Day, right? But um, but he says he, uh, it was Dan Snow, the uh, historian, TV historian Dan Snow. All right, he does, lot, lot, yeah, he does a lot of news stuff. Yeah, he, his dad was like a big news reporter and stuff. He did yeah, a lot yeah. of election forecast and stuff. And Dan Snow's quite good value for money on on, on stuff. Okay, Bit of a posh knob. Yeah, but, yeah. But you know what I mean. But he's, he's an all right guy, I suppose. And he'd seen something that his local beach shark had washed up, and I think he'd retweeted it with something funny like, oh, bloody hell, you know, whatever. Yeah. Next thing, there's loads of messages coming in saying, hang about, that shark that you've seen is really weird, it's really unusual. Wow. And of course, because it's part of the science community as well, is down snow. His scientist mates were saying, look, you won't be in the area, would yeah, you? Yeah, you know down I mean? there, yeah, so you get down there, yeah. right? But there's a train strike on. No. So next thing you know, he. He, he, he puts a big fucking call out, does Dan Snow, right? Yeah. So from lifts from local people and taxis, he gets there to the beach, <laughs> And he got right? a car. <laughs> right? And no, well, a lot of people in London, if you're out and about in London, ah, you don't, you right, know what I mean? Or, or in the city, yeah, a lot of city-based yeah. people, you know, you're not going to be like that. So <laughs> he, did, he did his best to sort of, like, rock up anyway. So anyway, eventually he got there in time, yeah, right? Yeah. He got there in time to find the shark there cool. on the beach. All smelly. Well, no, because it's still the same it's day. It's fresh, yeah, yeah. With its head, tail and fin cut off. Whoa, what's cut off? Cut off, gone. Yeah, what, what kind of 
so that's people. Why would you do that? Ain't that fucking yeah. weird? Because it's not for shark fin soup, which is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not for it, but I tried it. and It was fucking delicious. I mean, it sounds to me it sounds awful. It is, but I tried it. I just had to. It were there, so I did it. You know All right, what I mean? I don't, I'm not behind it because it's disgusting what they do with it. But you know. But anyway, let's move it on before we get cancelled completely. Well, it, I mean, my thinking is potentially it could have been used for shark fin soup. I think. Yeah. But somebody's come up and they've cut the. They've cut the. Um, or trophy hunters, do you think? Well, why would you get the fin and the tail? What would you do with them? Well, I'd put head in, you know, like taxidermy the head and taxidermy the tail and fin, you're like in a little glass cabinet or something, it could look all what? right. <laughs> 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 you don't all stinking shark there, do you? It's a bit hard to shift around, so you think, ah, oh, I can get like... So, I mean, no, let's just picture what this cabinet looks like, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's wood, velvet yeah. green behind it, nice yeah. bit of glass and you kind of got the head in it, tail a little bit of tail and fin you know next to it yeah. you know, like th- a threesome next a threesome, to it all lined up, <laughs> all lined up. With, right. with teeth all bad on shark and that <laughs> <laughs> it'll look pretty good <laughs> I'd have that well, right <laughs> <laughs> really saying why would they do it I'm giving you an explanation well, if, if it me, nobody really knows why they've done it that's right, the thing yeah, nobody yeah. really knows I mean if it's me I think somebody has I think somebody's used to preparing shark's fin soup. You think that's dirty though, eating a, you know, when a, if you kill an animal, which is bad, obviously, yeah, eat it. Yeah, but you've described the amount of things your lassie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a different story, my my, my friend, but a ing, normal English person. No, I don't think it's in English. I, I but but if an animal's dead, he shouldn't be eating it, if it's died of natural causes. I think it's things somebody's washed up, he's washed up on beach, I think, they know it's kind of, might have found it when it's not quite dead oh, yet. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Seen I think they've seen it about thought, oi, oi. I've always yeah. wanted to try it. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I, I think it's somebody who prepared it before because it takes a lot of gumption to actually... Yeah, but why, Ed? I think there's also the... Uh, I think there's a monetary value in the jaws. Yeah. I think it's a case... you know, oh, like, like boil it down. Yeah, like boil it does. down. Yeah, like yeah, Quint does in jaws. Yes, yeah, so you got the jaws. Uh, what about tail, then? Cook it. I think that's going to be for food. No, I think, like I a think bit like a, done yeah, I suppose if you can eat the fin, the tail might have the same. No, the, 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 it's on the same thing. That you shark fin, so men- they use tail. Menu. They use tail and they use the. Oh, that uh, makes uh, sense. The, yeah, the, boil yeah. the jaw down, got that, and then eat the rest. Eh, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I won't do yeah, it. That's fine. Is that next story? <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, he describes it. He says that when he got there, he felt like he'd failed. He says the head, oh. tail, and fin will grab before I assemble a big enough team to drag it off the beach to the nearest road. The reason what he wanted to do is that these the scientists he'd already organised with farmers with big fridges yeah. to store the carcass so it could have scientific study. Because it's so rare, that he's just like, wow, what is this doing in this water? It, well, that's it. What is it. I don't know what waters they used to be in. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. but apparently it's a deep water shark. Is this oh. right? So it's out. It, um, you know, out in the deeps, it's going to be the Atlantic and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? 
but um, and it, it, it prefers warmer water. So it's a deep water, warmer water shack. So it shouldn't really go below it there, any yeah. top of water and freezing cold. Well, that's it. So it's completely yeah. It's on its on its ass. Is the poor <laughs> thing. And it, you know what I mean? But they reckon it can grow up four meters in length, weigh up to two hundred and eighty nine kilos. Wow. It's a big old lad, is that? Yeah, you know. So that and what they wanted to do with assessment of samples and things that can work out if it's ill, if it's got a particular virus, mm, buoyancy gone like them goldfish yeah. do. You know, well, <laughs> yeah, when ass blows out. So they can work all these sort of things out, but they can't do it because lost they lost the tails. Jesus, sort of stuff, and no, no one's like found out what, what happened to it. Nobody knows what's happened to it. So now they're actually turning, saying, saying like they're putting a call out. Saying, Look, if you've got the head and all that, we'll go have a bit of an amnesty, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. You know, but no, no yeah, noises it, yet. You know, if someone said to them, right, here's a grand, go chop its tail, head, and fin off it. It's like the knife you kind of need. You need like a Rambo knife or something, wouldn't you? Or a well, cleaver or something. Well, this is what I'm on about it. Not just being an ordinary person who's never yeah. done it. I think it's something to do with a pen knife, are you? And what kind no. of... I think somebody's rocked up with the right gear, mm. knowing that they can do. They've probably even seen it on Twitter. And even it might have been somebody who just thought to himself, "I've always wanted this." Yeah. So, yeah. but the kind of person who's going to do that and then have a carrier bag. Yeah, a couple of bin liners or something like that. Yeah, they walk away. Could with be them. like them street gangs, couldn't it? Like them road men, you know. They've got the knives, aren't they? <laughs> There's always a pack of them. You yeah, know? but you know those shit little scumbags are like, though, aren't they? You know, I mean, they've always got like a little fucking potato knife out of the draw, aren't they? Ready to stab you up, man. <laughs> In it. <laughs> so yeah, so if you happen to have like a, a shark's head and, uh, and and such in your freezer, yeah. um, give a shout out. Let's have yeah, I'll taste yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was delish. Yeah, we'll have to get the uh, harpoon out. Yeah, yeah, man, that'd be fun. <laughs> and bring him Loads back and question him. I'll take to the kitchen chair, get a box yeah. of matches on him. I just, yeah, oh god, wanker. You know. Uh, anyway, so this is a story which you might have heard of, but I don't know. But it's not something I've got like an easy little lay in here. But people among us identify as aliens. Oh, they identify as everything, though. I know, but these is apparently it's called the star seed phenomena. All right. So, oh. so this is by Bike and Drinkwater and all. So this is from a, a magazine called the, called the Conversation, and there's quite a few people have written about this. And this is yeah. quite a new new story, is this one. And what they're saying is, there's a new, um, new group of people on Earth who believe they're aliens. So star people or star seeds are individuals who believe they've come to Earth from other dimensions wow. to help heal the planet and guide humanity into the golden age. Now get this, they want to create a period of great happiness, prosperity and achievement. Well, I like it so far. It's alright, isn't it? I think it's, yeah. So are they thinking, oh, do they literally remember being somewhere else and coming here or what? Well, this is a thing. I think what their their point of view, as far as I can sort of like tell, is it's more a sort of almost like a pan-dimensional sort of like spirit thing. I don't think they're thinking their mum's got absolutely rattled by a load of greys coming yeah, down. Yeah. I think it's oh, more they... like a soul has been transported from somewhere else into into that body, which is a little bit like. Um, What's his name with Dianetics and all that? Um, oh, oh yeah, Scientology. A bit like Scientology, isn't it? I suppose that. Yeah, uh, that touches yeah. on it. 
So but what they're saying is, is it might sound a bit crazy, but an internet search for the term brings up over 4 million results and there are scores of people posting videos on TikTok, Instagram and Facebook who believe they originate from another world. Indeed, content with the term hashtag starseed has over 1 billion views on wow, TikTok. Wow, I'm looking at that. Yeah, well, I, I, would, I haven't got TikTok anymore. Yeah. I've got rid of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I like the Chinese. <laughs> 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 Food's great. <laughs> it's got fucking sharks spinning it. <laughs> well, I, I, had, I had a bit of a weird situation. Like, I had a, a mate of mine, and he was in the sort of like uh, the. Uh, in fact, he, he, he is a listener to this as well. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. So I, I, won't, I won't say his name. But he's he's in the old phone industry and sort of telecommunications, oh, right, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And he he had a mate of his one sort of I say friend. It was somebody who wanted to do business with him yeah. from China, uh, and this guy, uh, he, he sort of eventually got to the point where he was sort of saying like, "No, I can't. I'm going out with my mates at Christmas. I'm going for a beer." This guy flew over so wow. to see him here, went out, brought him all sorts of gifts and stuff, like, you know. And I got chatting with him, Chinese Chinese guy, you yeah. know what I mean? And I got chatting with this guy, and then we got hold of my phone number and started ringing me all the time, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he invited me over to Qatar and places oh, like man, that. Oh man, I've been jumping all over that. Well, I don't know why he want. I mean, I'm not the sort of person you need as a spy, really, am I? Yeah. Oh, do you yeah. think he's a spy? I, I think he wanted. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was any other use for for me yeah. as a sort of thing, but apart from some sort of weird little insider for sort of like. Oh, that'd know. be cool. I'd be a spy. Ring me. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows these things? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So what they're saying is, like, unlike Earth souls who were set to reincarnate on Earth, starseeds believe they've reawakened from another planet to be born here. Right. Starseeds believe they are conduits be between divine realms and the Earth, and that they can transport between galaxies via meditation. Mm. So I think they can, they're, they're thinking they can meditate and off the go off the pop yeah, to other galaxies yeah. and stuff, right? What's that other one, that one, um, used to... Do that remote seeing and all. Oh, that remote sort. viewing. Yeah, 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 yeah all that yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, I'm, I have to say we, we have to do something on remote viewing because I'm a believer in remote viewing. And I'm know? quite a believer at the moment with different parallel universes. I'm, honestly, more I look at science where we're going with science, and I don't know it's so stupid the Mandela effect and stuff. And yeah, God, I'm nearly there. Like something happened a few years ago when it was slipped into another dimension. Yeah, it feels, feels like it, it does, at the moment. Yeah. And weirdly enough, actually, I was going to do what Pete was going to do today was a little bit on that. Oh, yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah, but I thought I'd print it out, but it's gone. I don't oh. know when it's going to In another universe! <laughs> <laughs> so starseeds also believe they can communicate in light language, a form of communication that is said to bypass human limitations and be the language of the soul. With torch, <laughs> it's yeah. Got well, well this, this is it. So I mean, all what I, I thought I'd do here is kind of just go through all the various things to talk about. When it's mm -hmm. like, so believers claim there are several ways to tell if you are a star seed. These include searching for meaning in life and feeling a lack of belonging, being spiritual and possessing a strong sense of intuition or knowing are also qualities of a star seed. They are also said to be empathetic, sensitive, and have more physical and mental health issues as their souls aren't used to having a human body. Oh, here we go. Star seeds want to help humanity, but they get overwhelmed by life on Earth, so recharge by spending time alone. Mm -hmm. well, I just, it's going down that, that road, isn't it? Yeah, well, that basically this I'm is special and delicate. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. You just save us everybody else. We're all in it together. Pull your fucking socks up. 
Fucking sick of it though. I've got to do it. I'm shit at everything, you know what I mean? If I can do it, you can too. I'm going to make a big story out of it. Fuckers. <laughs> what I'd like to see though now, you see, is like, um, I'd like to see a starseed octagon, right? So what basically what I want to see is how many starseeds that you can beat <laughs> well, well, at the same time, I won't have well, to well, Right, we're starting right, we've got round one, right? <laughs> You're in Oxford, what are you going to be wearing? Just leather trunks. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be greased? Yeah, you can be greased. Yeah, yeah greased yeah. in leather trunks. Right. So one star seed comes in, how long do you think before you're defeating it? I'll run and bang in, so about three seconds, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, three seconds, yeah. right. So you've got two coming at you now. So I'll bang their heads together in about right. ten seconds, so right. I've got another. Three star seeds now. So that's a bit more difficult. I'll take one in front, and then I'll grab other ones and try to bang their heads together and <laughs> get to canvas with them, my oily body on them, maybe... Yeah. All, all in about a minute, I reckon. Yeah, all in about a minute. Yeah. So, so, do you think there's an upper limit to the star seeds? You could say, like, if 25 came oh, in all shit, that would be bad. I'd distract them, though, then, you know what I mean? If 25 came in, I'd, I'd ask them, right, we have to form an orderly... You know what I mean? I'd get them organised, yeah. then start attacking them. I'd take half an hour with that, because I'd do about... 20 minutes of prep, you know what I mean? Yeah, I baffle yeah. them saying that I was Star Child God or something like that, you know oh, what I mean? Your leather pants yeah, exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and then I'd really, yeah. I must admit, the whole thing, I think you've nailed, nailed it there. It's like people who think the Star Seeds and stuff basically feel like they're not part of this world because everything's got a bit bleak and yeah, dystopian yeah, at the moment. Yeah. And because of that, they're creating alternative universes. Exactly. Themselves. Not feeling not fitting. And we all feel that, you know what I mean? It's just a general fucking feeling, isn't yeah. it, really? Everybody feels a bit different to it. Because it's a load of bullshit, that's why. <laughs> Society is bullshit. It's run by knobheads. So yeah. you think, I'm not part of it, but I'm, I have to be. Well, I, I think that's the thing where you. I mean, I, I think uh, L. Ron Hubbard has, has shown that you yeah. can create your own reality yeah, in a way, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like you can create a society where everyone else believes in a certain sort of Definitely. thing. Definitely. The hook's there, and it's a perfect. Okay, Scientology. I think it is, and that's that's it's a very similar thing as this thing, whole thing with being a star seed. Um, I mean, I like to take a an open point of view. Yeah, I love the idea. When he started it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I love the idea of parallels, and then he just gets yeah. the other bit. You're like, it's bullshit. It is. You'll end up fucking fish again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tom Cruise. I'm not saying it. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Fucking. <laughs> but what I I just think that here basically what this is. One thing that amazes me as well is when people say like, oh, we'll can communicate through light, or we've got this somewhere mm. we communicate. So I'd like to have these two steps because it is scientific, scientifically readable. Is this? Yeah. So to get two people, Clint and star seeds together, who communicate through light or psychic, or this empathetic kind of bond. Surely you can measure it. You can get two together in a room and say, "Okay, start chatting." Yeah, exactly. Like the, the old psychic tests and stuff. Yeah, that's it. So the reality is, they're not going to be able to do it mm -hmm. because it's not real. Yeah, and it's really sad because I think when people are becoming so disassociated in life, yeah. you know, that they get a point where they, everything's too much for them. They have to stay inside all the time. Um, I can understand why they do it. But yeah, there's, there's yeah. a lot going on out there in the world, mm -hmm. and. I always think as well, you know, oh god, it's all shit, everything's terrible. Yeah, because you're looking at the world through through screens. Yeah, yeah. 
go out, get a train out into the middle of nowhere, yeah. have, a, have a little rucksack with some sandwiches and a flask yeah. in it, right? And just walk off up into hills for a bit. Walk around in hills, listen to curlews, listen to nice bits. I know these are, but you can say, oh, well, listen to the curlews, they're all dying out, they've been in danger. No, <laughs> just, just fucking get out. Have a little. <laughs> listen to this one, no block called DVDs. He's gone on holiday and, like, see you, you later. Wait, 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 what? Uh, Dave Van Driver. He's on talks. Um, he's gone away on holiday and has seen what are you doing. Still, oh, our lass is coming up to caravan and that. You know, we're going to meet him there. But I'm going to have three days in lakes doing youth hostels and that. I'm like, oh, that's smart. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, some really nice ones. See, I tell you something, Ben. I'm like, what? So first few days, no one there, and I'm in car. I get all my stuff, get a sandwich. You know what I mean? Now. Go, go on, park up. You know what? I love to have a little snooze in car. If it's raining on roof, even better. I have a little sandwich, listen to radio too, yeah. right down. So I have a little sleeping car. And I'm up, getting, you know, pack, off for a little walk, Toby around, go for a oh. few pints, have another little keeping afternoon, and then a few more pints in a walk. And, you know, just like, oh, that's it. Just have a little snooze. Way it it is, isn't it? That's healthy, is that? Yeah. Bit of time on your own. A little bit of a snooze, a couple of pints, a bit of a walk. It's also where you've chosen to have a nap. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice place, a nice thing to do. It's yeah, a little nap, yeah. yeah. Hey, one thing I can recommend, actually, is something I like, and I have done. Um, little one man tent. Yeah. Dead easy, dead light to carry. Mm. Um, just nip off in the woods and pitch it. Yeah, yeah. And all you do, all you do, just crawl in. Yeah. Get a little, little cocoon. You can hear all the forest noises. And you're nice and safe inside your little tent. Uh, I was just imagine loads of punks coming and getting me. Or something. Punks? <laughs> Where are the punks? Come I don't from? know. They love the woods, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, as a kid you were always like punks in the wood, glue sniffing or something, weren't they? You know, Did it's each woods. I suppose it's like woods like by, by, behind Tesco's or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bite skips. <laughs> but I, those, those were woods I were hanging out in. Yeah, uh, different woods, alright. Yeah, I will. Well, yeah. I have to find the right woods <laughs> You gotta get out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, get, true. Get back yeah, in yeah. Yeah. And that's what these people I think mentally that's where they are. Yeah. Mentally, they've kind of thought to themselves, "Well, I'm special. I'm out. I'm, uh, I'm from another place. I'm free." Mm. And if they've seen the world as a place they've got to escape from, because they've seen they're from somewhere like Mars or whatever yeah. they think from, when they're not utopia. Yeah, they're not. Although what they need to do is find out how lovely the world actually yeah, is. Yeah, true. And it go see yeah. the nice part of it because it's all it. out there, isn't it? You know what I yeah, mean? Most that's of it's it. Yeah, nice. you got to get. I just get out and about, and people yeah. aren't doing it as much. But you know, because we used to get bored as kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, so what you do then is you bored, you go find something else to do. Exactly. Hang around behind. Tesco's exactly. and stuff, yeah. Go sniff glue in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Kick all them tents in. <laughs> I love it. Stamping on the tents, stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, star seeds. Just get your shit together. Yeah, right? Here please. We go. This, is, this is this is Ben and, ben and Matt from from Crack and Cut, right? If you think you're a star seed, you're not. Yeah. First of all, you're not, right? <laughs> And what you need to do is, like I said before, get yourself a nice little a rucksack with some jam butties and stuff yeah. in it, right? Check your head and yeah. get out there. Have a fucking word, yeah. <laughs> get yourself out there and have a little walk. Exactly. Then get back in touch with us. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you, 
there's adversity sometimes. People aren't having enough adversity sometimes. They'll yeah. see things on the news and they'll get a bit, oh, a bit wobbly about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like that. What you need is somebody, somebody with a bit of dignity. Hmm. That's what you need, a little bit of dignity, you know what I mean? I like that. So, I, I, what is more dignified and more kind of above things than living a saint? Ooh. I like, because I quite like the history of the saints and stories of yeah, the saints. Yeah. And I think on Cracking Cove. I've I mean, heard of them all, but a lot of stories I don't know, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm intending to actually cover a few more saints on mm. Cracking Cove because I, I find the life of certain saints, obviously, some are completely historic and stuff like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like this. And, and it, do you know what I'm finding it interesting? is stories of like very strong women. That's what I'm liking. Oh, yeah, I'm quite yeah. liking that at the moment. I'm really, and it just makes really interesting reading yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm fucking sick of reading about why. Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, yeah, yeah. Just oh the fucking no more boring. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah, that's it. So it's like so I think what we need to do, I think it's a timely it's a timely thing to look at is a, a Saint Olga of Kiev. Alright. Patron Saint of Kiev. So the Ukraine Kiev, yeah. Um, that's right, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. You know, oh, that's so, a good yeah, yeah, like I think that. I think it's pretty good as well, you know what I mean? So it's like um so this is basically she was the era, the time she was sort of like born around. They're not entirely sure, but they're, they're close with what it is. It's yeah. About eight ninety AD to nine two five AD. Say, well, well uh, say that again. Eight nine oh, so eight ninety. So instead of imagine eight, nine oh right, yep. So it's just about one thousand, about one thousand one hundred years ago. So yes, that's that's what we're kind of yeah, talking yeah. about. Here, you know, I think what kind of times that is though, Roman times. No, it's not. It, 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 I think it, because the Romans kind of naffed off from... Oh, is it uh, the Dark Age? Well, I think it's more like the medieval Dark Age yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it, basically, if you want a time of it, it's kicking about, it's early Christianity, lots of Vikings. Oh, right, that's cool. There you yeah, go. You know yeah. where you are now, oh, don't you? Like <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sort of mindset yeah, yeah. of the people at the time, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So this it's is like, in uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, and this is, uh, this is Kiev, Ukraine, yeah, that's right. So... Um, Probably part of Russia at the time. Um, well, this is the thing. So we're going to read on from this. Mm. You got to realise Russia was part of Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine's way older than Russia. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, this is a complete rewrite of history that fucking Vladimir Putin's doing. Wow. Around, so like, Russia is trying to get Ukraine back. No, no, no. Ukraine ah. as a nation is a lot older than Shit, Russia. That's yeah, that's juicy. So that's that's the thing where mm. you know. So that's where you got to look at it, right? So, but uh, Olga was of Varangian or Viking origin. So wow. she was a Viking, right? In an area called Pleskov. And little is known about her life before her marriage to Prince Igor the First of Kiev. Wow, right? Igor. And the birth of her son, Sviatoslav. Right. So, according to Alexei Karpov, a specialist in the history of ancient Russia, Olga was no more than fifteen years old at the time of her marriage. Right. Mm. Which was kind of odd. Yeah, it's a bit of a norm. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. It, it won't. No nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Igor was the or Igor was the son and heir of Rurik, founder of the Rurik dynasty. So it's like a big sort of like strong sort of yeah, like a yeah. Ukraine family. Blood blood line, yeah, yeah. That's it. So after his father's death, Igor was under the guardianship of Oleg, who was cons- uh, who had consolidated power in the region. So they basically got to the area, and this is a big thing, a very important thing about that area is there was lots of warring tribes and factions. Yeah, and yeah. it needed a really strong hand to drive everyone together. Yeah, yeah. You had to be 
double tough yeah, to yeah. sort of say right and in, in a certain extent as well it's ruthless yeah. because this is why I like Ivan ter the Terrible Russian and, yeah. and that's how they kind of got everything Ivan the engine yeah. uh, Ivan the engine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, well, um, well uh, um, Vlad the Impaler and all this sort of stuff yeah. this is why yeah. the Vladimir the various Vladimirs were strong people because they had to sort of drive everyone together and make, every, you know, make sure they could get everyone together this is the only way of doing it because everybody else was so fucking hard mm. But there was a neighbouring tribe called the Drevlians, right? And so, like, um, with the growing Kievan and Rus Empire, so the empire, so Kiev, the area was like Kiev, and the, you know, the, the capital, but the greater outside area was known as Rus, right. as in Russia. Ah. So that was there first. But they had a complex rela uh, relationship with the Kievans, right? Or the, or the Kevins! <laughs> <laughs> So the Drevlins uh, had joined the Kievan Rus in military campaigns against the Byzantine Empire, which is more towards like, the Turkish side of things. Yeah, so they would gang up now and again. So they'd yeah, get yeah. together and so say, we need to find these people. So they would do, right? But they always did um, uh, did pay tribute to Igor's, pre or Igor's predecessors. So this is the, the, uh, the husband of Oleg of Kiev, mm -hmm. right? So they'd always pay, so all his family, all the time they'd pay filter, they'd pay sort of say, a certain amount of money into the pot. Yeah, and yeah. sort of say, you know, you're well loyal, bend the knee kind of thing, yeah, yeah. you know. But they stopped paying tribute upon Oleg, Igor's dad, upon his death, and instead gave money to a different warlord. Ooh. So I'm thinking, this is a bit naughty, you can't be yeah, doing yeah. And it, of course, he can't show weakness either, you yeah. know. So, like, so is she alone then? She's a 15 year old bird, he's dead, her husband's just died. No, no, her husband hasn't died. Oh. She's married to Igor. Yeah. His father had died. Right. He yeah. takes charge. He takes the throne. And they're all fuck like soft yeah, yeah. Yeah. Soft, soft sons taking over. So yeah, we're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna pay him. We're yeah. gonna pay to this other warlord sort mm. of thing. You know what I mean? But of course, Igor, the son, mm. he had to do something about it. He's got a big army design. So next yeah. thing, he rocks up at the Drevlians' house, right? Oh. <laughs> With his army, yeah, and he yeah. says, "Hey, what's all this horse shit? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Give me my money." You know, basically, it's a, yeah, it's a flex. It's a yeah, show of yeah. strength. You got to sort of say to yourself, "I'm good at it." You know, yeah. so the, anyway, Drevlians back down, didn't they? Nice. So, so they paid up, right? So they rode home. Did all of uh, the uh, the old Kiev kind of faction, yeah. all Igor's men, what, right? But anyway, when they got there, they sort of saw how much they'd been paid, and everyone was sort of saying, like, you know, they're a bit of cheeky bastards with Drevlians, mm. like, you know what I mean? So a bit slow and a bit tight yeah. with it. So they decided. You, you should have paid a bit more there. Yeah, let's right. knack them anyway. <laughs> so what they decided to do was they decided to go back again with a smaller, smaller escort. Mm -hmm. He went back and just sort yeah. of said like, "Hey, you're giving us this. It's not enough. Yeah, you yeah. know, you should have paid us more." Drevlians looked at what army he rocked back up with, right, and got him. Oh shit! So they held him captive, grabbed him, right, oh. tortured him. Oh, uh, medieval tortured him. This is it. Oh. Well, eventually, yeah, medieval torture, mm. you know what I mean? Dark Ages torture, yeah. right? And they killed him by tying two tree... Uh, so they got two tree trunks, <laughs> crossed, bent them and crossed them over to make oh. a cross, tied him to the tree and cut the rope. Oh, ripped him in half. Ripped him in half. I love all that shit back then. This is it. You that's, know why, I mean? like, so that's why I like telly. It's, it's, it's a purpose arc, it doesn't tell it. <laughs> <laughs> It was he made an educational tool, isn't it? It is, but he stops you watching shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, right, news gets to Princess Olga, right, that her yeah. husband's been, been ripped in uh, Yeah, right, and she, obviously, I mean, she's only young. Yeah, she's yeah. She's only young, she's had a son, so she basically, she's roughly around in her early 20s, is yeah, this woman, yeah. you know what I mean? She's like, you know, what do you do, you know what I mean? 
So her husband's died, she's mourning, she's in a bad state of affairs, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? she's not happy or anything like that, you know, but there's only one thing she can do because her son's only young, yeah. right? So she has to take the throne. Wow, yeah. So she takes the throne, right, and her son, uh, Sviatoslav, right, he's just sort of like, he needs protecting, he yeah, needs looking yeah. after because the bloodline now is wide open. It's Ooh, like imagine chess sort yeah, of thing, you know what yeah. I mean? It's almost, well, no, you can't imagine chess because the king's gone, that's it. But I get it, he's the last of it, you've got to yeah. protect him at all costs, the male airline. Or so the first people who are going to look at this, the, the whole sort of like the Kivian Rus line, and they're going to say, the first people to see the weakness with the Drevelians themselves mm. because they know they've killed the king. Yeah. Ding dong, the witch is dead, they're thinking, right, yeah. it's time for Taking us to make a all. move, yeah. So the Drevelians were emboldened by the success, right? So they sent a messenger to Olga proposing that she marry the leader of the Drevelians, Whoa, right? Just her husband, the you man know. who'd murdered Prince Mal, right? Whoa. So twenty Drevelian negotiators boated to Kiev to pass along the king's message and ensure that uh, Olga complies. So they arrived in a court and told the queen why they were there. To report that they had slain her husband and that Olga should come and marry Prince Mal. I hope she does what I'm thinking. Well, she's, I mean, she's a saint, remember? So she's Already? A no, no, she's going to be a saint. <laughs> so All she, right. You know, yeah. you, it, diplomacy and everything like this, right? And Olga's response was, Your proposal is pleasing to me. Indeed, my husband cannot rise again from the dead. But I desire to honour you tomorrow in the presence of my people. Return now to your boat and remain there with an aspect of arrogance, which sort of means like you know you are you got the high ground, you got the upper hand. Yeah, you, yeah. you can you know be be you know be Billy Big Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> I shall send for you on the morrow, and you shall say we will not ride on our horses or go on foot. You shall carry us in our boat. So that's the, an absolute sign of fealty. They're saying right, you know, yeah. you're almost like kings. Yeah, yeah. So next day. Olga's waiting outside the court. All these people have turned up and they've lifted and carried the boat into the, into the city, sort of <laughs> yeah, thing, you yeah. know what I mean? And the ambassadors saw this as a great honour, right? Because being carried in what's called a palanquin, so a big sort of flat platform being it, carried yeah. Yeah. So they brought them straight into the court and kept going and dropped them into a trench that had been dug the day before under <laughs> Olga's and, and orders. Under Olga's orders, right? And there she buried them alive. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Medieval on their asses. And she said, well, it was written, it was written that Olga bent down to watch them as they were buried and inquired whether they found the honour to their taste. Jeez, right. yeah. Wow, shouting it over and that. Yeah. Oh, God. You so, like it? <laughs> <laughs> Is this nice? <laughs> Stop crying. <laughs> Olga then sent a message to the Drevelians that they should send their distinguished men to her in Kiev so that she might go to their prince with due honour. So she wants a proper royal retinue. Yeah, so bring your best. <laughs> bring your best so that you will, this diplomatic party will bring me back. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So the Drevelians, unaware of the fate of the first diplomatic party, <laughs> gather another party of men to send the best men who govern the land of Dereva. Yeah, so, and of course, they all fought for the honour. They thought, well, this is a massive victory. Only the best. So they actually squabbled among themselves to yeah, see if they yeah. could get to go. So I want to go, I want to go. Yeah, they were like that. <laughs> So when they arrived, Olga commanded her people to draw them a bath 
<laughs> all right. So you know, but oh, I mean, it's a big communal. Oh, and a big communal bath. Yeah, right, yeah. like a big sort of like so. It would almost be like a big pool sort. Of yeah, thing, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, Roman bath. I'm there. Yeah. yeah. So, so when she invented, the, so she, she drew them a bath, invited the men to appear before her after they had bathed. So when the Drevlians entered the bathhouse, Olga had it set on fire from the doors. <laughs> She's is <laughs> so all the Drevlians within burned to death. Wow! So Olga sent another message to the Drevlians. <laughs> this time, ordering them to prepare a great quantities of mead in the city where you killed my husband, that I may weep over his grave and hold a funeral feast for him. Yeah. So she wants to go to the Drevlians yeah. now. He's kind of used up a bit the other one. Yeah. Before they get suspicious, let's change. <laughs> so when Olga and a small group of attendants arrived at Igor's tomb, she did indeed weep and hold a funeral feast. So she's gone to the yeah. Drevlians. She drank of the mead and they they wept and they did they did mourn the loss of their king. But seeing this, the Drevlians sat down to join them and began to drink heavily. Nice. When the Drevlians were good and drunk. She ordered her followers to kill them all. And she, <laughs> and she went about herself. This is a quote. And she went about herself, egging on her retinue to the massacre <laughs> of the Drevlians. Go on, get right in eye. <laughs> Slit that pig's throat. Exactly, like that. According to the primary chronicle, five thousand Drevlians were killed on this night. Wow. But Olga returned to Kiev then to prepare an army to finish <laughs> off the survivors. She's <laughs> rock solid. The initial conflict between the armies of the two nations went very well for the forces of the Kievan Rus, <laughs> who won the battle handily and drove the survivors back into their cities. Jesus. Olga then led her army to Iskoristan, which is uh, today's Koristan, the city where her husband had been slain and laid siege to the city. The siege lasted for a year without success when Olga thought of a plan to trick the Drevlians. Man, she's, I love this lady. <laughs> great. She sent to them a message. Why do you persist in holding out? All your cities have surrendered to me already and they've submitted to tribute so that the inhabitants now cultivate their fields and their lands in peace. But you would rather die in hunger without submitting to tribute. After a year as well, I mean, and then it's fucking ugly in there. They felt a bit dim then, you know, yeah. they felt a bit stupid. So the Drevlians responded that they would submit to tribute, but they were afraid that she would still intent on avenging her <laughs> husband. <laughs> no, come on! Olga answered that the murder of the messengers sent to Kiev, as well as the events of the feast night, had been enough for oh, her. Bless her. And she then asked them for a small request. Give me three pigeons and three sparrows from each house. Right, oh, so this is that's all she wants. Yeah. So it's like a, and you got to remember that birds in those times were kept like you know you know you know like a dovecot, what that is. No. So basically, what is it? A lot of houses would have like bird houses within their own house. All right, yeah. And the reason they have them in there, you'd 
you'd lock the pigeons or doves up in your dovecot for X amount of days. Yeah. They would then see that as their home. Yeah. Then you could release them, they'd come back every day. Ah, then. Right, yeah. And while in there, then you could actually talk to, carefully take a few for meat. You could take the eggs yeah, for yeah. food. And you'd do this for various birds as well. So house sparrows for the same reason. The, one of the main reasons sparrows were in people's houses because they were little saucer meat. You could have ah. like sparrows and things. So as a food like a penance for each household to say, yeah, look, yeah. you've had your lot, you know, this yeah. is done now. A little bit of suffering because you fucked me over. Yeah. So get you, you know, you, you have to do all that birding again. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, basically it's a tribute from each home to yeah. say, I want some of your meat and some of your, each per each household has to make a sacrifice. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. So it's three doves uh, or three pipe pigeons and three sparrows from each house. That's all she wants. Yeah. And they did as she asked and the seed was about to be over. But that night, Olga then instructed her army to attach a piece of sulphur bound with small pieces of cloth to each bird. <laughs> At nightfall, Olga told a soldier to set the pieces of flame and release oh, the birds. Oh, she's so clever. They returned to their nests within the <laughs> city. Every single house. Which subsequently set the city ablaze. God, <laughs> there wow. Was, and the, the primary chronicle of the time says, there was not a house that was not consumed and it was impossible to extinguish the flames because all of the houses caught fire at once. Oh, wow. As the people fled the burning city, Olga ordered her soldiers to catch them, killing some of them and giving the others as slaves to her followers. <sighs> she left the remnant to pay tribute. God, that's, imagine just that moment before they all flew in. Exactly. Just the whole sky full of... Fucking burning birds just flying wow. in, and you'd have known. You'd have thought, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolute She's it, well it? clever. Yeah. So then, because of this, this had a double-edged sword. Well, no, it didn't. It had a single-edged sword for her. A very sharp one. Mm. The reason is that everybody knew what happened, <laughs> and they never fucked with Olga again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, simply arcade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but nobody did. Wow. The church even put sort of pale fealty to her. Everybody was around thinking, this is a woman you do not yeah, mess with yeah. under any circumstances. Yeah. She'd allow take her on, completely outbox you. you. But she was very fair. Yeah. So she actually sort of like organised and she pulled everything together. She made made sort of made sure that the entire country pulled together and was saying like Yo, we've got these strong warlords everything could, things could go bad yeah yeah but let's make sure it doesn't go bad yeah? yeah you know what i mean and they knew what would happen sort of like you know if they did there were certain things to sort of like um people did try and uh, even like a siege of kiev at point one took took place at one point people did sort of try it out there's no way yeah. there's no way it's actually going to happen but the main thing she did which was very clever and cunning was everybody wanted to marry her. Yeah. Because they thought, well, actually, you know, she owns all these lands, everything yeah, like that. Yeah. If I marry, they will be mine. But she knew full well the one person would suffer was her son. Ah, so yeah. she didn't. She allowed her son to come to Go full grow, yeah. full age, and he became king, God. and she saved him. So, But she did, through other sort of parts, then she did actually become a Christian. Yeah. So it was her Christianity, and her, 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 her changing the Christianity, that's what made her a, a, a saint. Yeah. Because of her power, she said, right, well, I'm a Christian, 
everyone's going to become Christian. Mm -hmm. So because of this, like the majority of those lands then became Christian lands. And church is like, wow, you've yeah. saved everybody and we don't want to fuck with you. Yeah. You made everybody Christian? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, well, well, I think he was, but it's also the sheer, perhaps you could even say there are hundreds of thousands of people she converted to Christianity. Mm. So thank you for that conversion. Yeah, yeah. And she eventually did die just from illness in, in the year 969. So she could have been anywhere between the ages of um, 70 and about 50, 55. Wow. Which for the era is, is not Ancient, bad going. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad going at all, you know what I mean? No, she did, uh, so she did, she did die. But um, I think the only downside to everything was that her son, uh, Sviatsalaf, I don't think he had that absolute steel in him that his mother had. Yeah. So I think he, she, because her life had been incredibly hard yeah, and yeah. tough and stressful, I think he didn't really want that. I don't yeah. think he was that kind of guy. So I think he really wanted to sort of say a lot, I just want to be the chilled life of a king. Yeah. <laughs> and I think as a result of that, later on, his lands did kind of fall, so yeah, yeah, he just yeah. didn't have that steel. But nobody's going to have the steel of Olga of Kiev because, you know, sent Olga, she is about as hard as they get. Really. Well, sent Olga kind of rings a bell when you say it like that, sent Olga. Yeah, it's it. probably there might be quite a few sort of sent Olgas out there. That that's I just love I love people who think outside the box like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you watch four or five moves yeah. ahead of everybody, isn't you? That's well. Well, if you also think as well, there there was that one killing where they got everybody drunk and killed everybody. Yeah. That was at the red wedding at uh, Game of Thrones. Well, I, I know a true one with Nakaraka. Nakaraka Turisma, oh, which is a town in Isan, Thailand, and they were fighting the Burmese, and they had a big pitched battle, and they, they got slaughtered. You know, what oh, I mean, right. stormed right into the city, and women were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We didn't like our men anyway. Just chill the fuck out. You do yeah. us a favour. They're all knobheads. Let's die." <laughs> you know, what I mean, they're like, "What you, David?" And they just got arsehole. <laughs> In the middle of the night, the old women were like, ready? Yep, slit all the throats. <laughs> Just killed everybody wow. in one night. You know that sounds I mean? about right. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell me fucking about it. <laughs> I wait, son, I wait. With one eye open. <laughs> Another little weird tale off it, though. And it's, she did it cool, and this really turned my stomach other way. Desert Storm, Stormy Norman, you know, yeah, back yeah. in the day. It, not Kiev, it's bloody Kuwait, innit? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like a massive push-up, wasn't it? That's yeah. basically the game plan. They had the other like the the steel punch in the middle and the yeah, other like the outward. Yeah, shock and all and all that. But the media shock and all that came up and that basically they had to get you know, there's trench warfare first, you have to get over. Yeah. And then they were really in all massive tank battles and Republican Guard were like way up north. Yeah. But they had to get through the conscripts or something, you yeah, know, people yeah. forced to do it, you know what I mean? Majority of the times, everybody's giving up. They're getting bombed to shit, and even before that, they're saying, "Please, we give up yesterday, and you still bombed us to shit. We just want to give up." Yeah. And it slowed it so down, did the you know, because that many Iraqis giving up, saying, "We don't want to fight. Just leave us alone. Yeah. We've been forced into this." And so, look, they were a slaughter of them, and it slowed it down because of that many people giving up. But one particular time, well, basically, they had loads of these trenches full of these people. Yeah. And Americans are just like, "Hmm, what's the best way to kind of like just." jump past this and just yeah. get you know carry on oh we get battle bulldozers and we'll just fill in the trenches and then the tanks can come straight behind us and we're off again you know what i mean so just filled them all these people in the trenches just full of sand and they just buried them all alive did they <laughs> yeah Fucking hell, out looking at this. it's awful matt listen to it the other day and i was like oh well, that's awful that's really really fucking awful we're all like hooting it up. USA! Yeah, USA! 
<laughs> all these people. No, no. Where's your son? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, the good guys. Well, the weird thing is, though. I mean, you look. I mean, this is what they're saying now about like um, the, the war in the Ukraine at the moment. They say that nobody believes. This is why there's not many tanks at the moment. There's mm. still not loads of tanks about it because they thought that kind of land warfare was done. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just said, well, we, we, there's no point going back. It's all going to be done in the skies. It's yeah, all going to be yeah. drone battles. And yeah, drones are involved. Looks like war when you, if you if you take nukes out of the equation, war is still trench, yeah, yeah, yeah. trench combat. We've seen new Russian tanks now. Got that massive grid over the turret. You know, so it's like a like a roof rack type shit. You just yeah. saw dr- drones can't drop bombs down into the turret. Really, like welded on pieces yeah. of shit things. You know what I mean? But they're just effective. You know, against uh, Ukraine yeah. dropping. <laughs> well, they say now that the major major sort of like on the front lines at the moment, the major weapon that's been used by the Russians is the entrenching tool. Uh, Which is basically a small shaft oh shovel. Oh man, that's back in Sven Assel in Second World War. Yeah, isn't it? that's Jesus. it. That's what the back of the back to the entrenching tools. Oh, sort of thing, oh know? god! Oh man, it's bleak, isn't it? Oh, that's really fucking bleak. Well, tell you what, let's move away from um, a wholesale murder. And yeah, then we've got, uh, well, amount of death we actually covered there over the <laughs> over the years. Yeah, <laughs> startling. Yeah, <laughs> let's get a bit more chipper. Yeah. Is it? Is yeah. it that time already? It's that time already. Sooner or later, we're going to actually have to get out of bed. It would do some <laughs> I'm staying in Scratcher all day, so I'm done. <laughs> Well, that scratcher? Yeah. No, is it because it's full of fleas or something like that? Hey, it's, it comes from scratching shed, bed. Oh, wow. Do you know what a scratching shed is? No. <laughs> Scr- apparently, I mean, I, I'm not very good on this. Apparently, it's, w- it's one area of the Leeds United ground or something. Oh. One area is called a scratching shed or something. Don't know what that's for. Don't know what it's all about. Scratching shed might be the pub place. Yeah, yeah, maybe so, that's it. You know, but it's like, you know, I mean... It's an ugly bloody football ground, is it? Yeah, no. <laughs> that looming on horizon. It is, though. It's so industrial around it. It's just there, isn't it? Yeah, like it, a sore it, ass. It's just fucking... Shit old football ground. It's <laughs> shit old area. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Leeds fans. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not having to go at the actual team, you know, but it's the actual... Yeah. The, the ground is ugly, yeah. you know. If you think all these lovely stadiums places out yeah, there, yeah. sat there, ooh, bleak. Mm. Where are we going to go now, right? Where are we going? We're going to go... Disneyland! Oh! You like it at Disney, do you? No. Have you ever been? No. No. I'm not I'm really acid. interested. I've done it on acid or something like that, you know what I mean? But if it wasn't <laughs> that, I wouldn't go, really. I'm not right fussed for rides. It would be funny. It would be, that's what I mean. Filming you, you on acid. <laughs> Not for right. rides and that, just like just us saying that, I would like to go. Uh, they haven't even got it anymore. Universal Jaws thing. That will, if I could oh, go yeah. back in time, I'd, I would love just to have that experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, nah, not right. Fuss. Seems a bit of a grim place. There's lots of dark stories about Disneyland. Yeah, there is. I've read a few things like mm. this. Maybe we'll, we'll cover the dark side of it. But well, let's not cover the dark side now. It's, it's a lot of story. Oh yeah, light, it, light and nice. Keep it nice and light, right? And this is an experience, right, of somebody who went to Disneyland every day. For eight years. Fucking hell! How, what, how much money have they got? That's the thing, right? So this is this is a story, and it is on the Friday of the thirteenth of March, twenty twenty. The COVID nineteen pandemic put an end to my two night uh, two thousand nine hundred ninety five day streak of visiting Disneyland. So this is their personal account. Wow. 
So in 2011, a long and difficult bout of unemployment had made finding entertainment for free a necessity. So, you know, this chap there, he's no work, he's not working or anything like that, yeah. no job. Thinking, what am I going to do with my time? But he was really, he found it really, he found it nearly impossible to find daily entertainment. He was <laughs> yeah. getting bored. However, that Christmas, I was gifted an annual pass to Disneyland, which gave me free entry for a year. And I thought, why not make the most of it and try to visit every single day for a year? <laughs> right? That was cost a fortune, though. Just gifted an annual yeah, yeah. yearly I don't know pass. How that works. I'm, I'm wondering if it came through like a work gift. Not work. It sounds like work, he's extremely rich, don't he? Yeah. Well, I know. I don't. I'm not so sure he is. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? But it's like so. He said, "I already had a great love for Disney. Tron is by far my favourite film. I oh, love Tron. I love Tron. Yeah, yeah first one rocks." Growing up, my family would take me there for special occasions, such as birthday or Easter. My aunt was even a cast member at Walt Disney World in Florida for a while. Mm. So I've also collected more than 3,000 Disney-themed badges along the way. And so, each day throughout 2012, I visited the park. It's open every day of the year. In fact, before COVID, Disneyland California had only two full days scheduled closures since opening in 1955. Wow. Except for weather closures, so obviously the big storm yeah, came yeah. close for that, right? And after that first year, I kept going because I had so much fun. It felt like a regular part of my life. Every fucking day. The world of Disney became my sanctuary. It was a place where I made friendships with people from all over the world. When times were tough, being able to visit Disneyland at no extra cost was a joy and I could lose myself within the park and all its attractions for hours. My favourite place was the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge area, which opened in 2019. The park was less busy from January to March, though my pass let me skip the queues all times. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a 20 minute drive from my home, and it was better to be in Disneyland than moping around at my house. A bonus was my pedometer counting thousands of steps a day as I explored. Now I think it's just about you're about to say is like you know what kind of fucking pass is this? Yeah, yeah. How many? I don't know. I don't know what pass wow. this is. But you know he's obviously got this pass. Then he's also must have each year he's had to renew the pass and yeah, buy the yeah. pass. You know what I mean? Because he's done this for eight every day for eight years. The first year I'd spend hours applying for jobs at home before leaving to spend the rest of the day in the park. Oh, so he did want to work. Yeah. I'm a US Air Force veteran. I'd eventually got a job at a veteran's hospital. So I'd finished around 3 p.m. Then he'd go straight to Disneyland and spend the rest of his day there. Does it look like 10 o'clock shots or something? God knows. People often ask me if I ever took any days off from my Disneyland visits, and I didn't. But if I was ever feeling a bit under the weather, I'd wear a mask and stay for just an hour. That's during my COVID, yeah. if you know what I mean. I'm lucky as I don't get sick easy. Perhaps Disney isn't good for the immune system. Now, now for me, this is weird. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know really I mean? fucking. Now there, there's a picture of the guy. Nuns. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a Stephen King. Let me have a look at that again. Well, he's called Jeff Wrights, right? Uh, but uh, I'd say Jeff Wrongs. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff because Wrongs. I think I think there's something a little bit intrinsically wrong. For a grown man, and he doesn't seem like he's got a family, which is fine. Yeah, you don't have yeah. a family, like you don't have to, you know. But he's, no pa he's on his own. Yeah. But we've got a guy here 
who's and I've seen another picture of me. He's pretty overweight, actually. Yeah. This guy, you know, what I mean, because he's found that the best place to eat is a pasta place, a cheap pasta place within Disney. Yeah. So that's where yeah. he, he eats a cheap pasta place every day. Every day, he's put on a lot of weight. Yeah, he's waddling around. Everybody knows him. Oh, there's yeah. Jeff. There's yeah. Jeff. Yeah, you're known. All your mates are the staff of Disneyland. Uh, you need to have a bit, a bit of a word. It's like the you know, same for a year, and you had to do it. You. You, you could make the best of it, you know what I mean? Obviously, you do alt rides, but it's a really big, really, really big place, yeah. it, you know what I mean? And there's more to it, I think, than we can possibly imagine, well, you know thing, what I mean? Yeah. There's probably water parks, and I think Universal Studios is a, could be a really fascinating place. I would like to see that side of it. Yeah. But going through the main gates, you know, it's like Groundhog Day to me. Like, yeah. Did, 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 yeah, well, that's it. But every day, it's that same shit, isn't it? You know well, I mean? it is, but he, for him, it's having that opposite effect. He's having that endorphin rush, isn't it? He's having that sort of positive yeah. effect. He's thinking, I'm in my happy place. Yeah, it's safe. It's yeah, nice. That's it's the thing. Nice it's become, yeah, and it, it's, it's almost like it's like shooting a heroin or something. It's yeah, like you know, yeah, here yeah. we go again. I need that little fix of happy. Ooh, you know, I need every day. How many years? Eight years. Oh god! Every and, and day. Only COVID stopped him. Only COVID stopped him, right? And it was for eight years he did it. Every day he got to know loads of people. But things as well. He started finding out all the Easter eggs within the room. Wow, so yeah. people say, "Oh well, that, that tree over there is for this, or this this bins does that." You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. These little things within within Disneyland that yeah. does extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he became. He apparently even got what called the golden ears, <laughs> which is like mega fans of Disney get these things called the golden ears and everything. But but at the same time, he's immersing himself in something which he felt good about from his childhood. Yeah. And I, it's just not healthy. In eight year of it, that's eight like... Eight years um, of Disney. Bit of a mental illness, really, isn't it? That's like yeah, a, a crutch to... Especially when he's trying to apply for jobs and then he's fucking off to Disney, you know what I mean? I think you really need to fucking get back on your CV and shit. And, you know? and I think as well the fact that the only place he could get a job... I'm not, you know, not being disparaging, but you know, he's a veteran sort of like yeah. centre. It shows this guy's got some trauma going on. Exactly, no. some fucking Rambo dude walking around, yeah. <laughs> waddling around, yeah. Yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Pastor oh. around his face, yeah, his, yeah Mickey T-shirt. Just got his little bit of carpet he's wearing as a poncho. Yeah. He's running from bush to bush, yeah. jumping around. Yeah. No one sees him there, <laughs> but he's there every Sliding day. Sliding down the log flume and stuff like that. Yeah, nobody sees him. <laughs> log flume. <laughs> Underneath it, jumping off the wall, time and that, like, you know? <laughs> going through with them fucking dizzy on a scrambler. Get out of my way! Get out of my way! <laughs> no, it's strange, isn't it? Uh, Based on settling for staff as well, seeing him every day, we're like, oh, I think fuck. you get used to it. I think, oh, there's Jeff, because yeah. I bet you see a lot of weird people. At yes, I, I bet, really you, bet do. you do. I bet Disneyland is though. In a weird way, I'd love to do it. Yeah, you know, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I love David Sedaris. He's a brilliant writer, and he's a great commentator on loads of stuff. And I've seen him live. He's good as David Sedaris. Mm. And one of my favourite things he ever did, which I, we've spoken about in the past, which is he became an elf for Christmas one year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in Macy's, I think it was, in the big department store yeah. in New York, you know. And his stories of that are bleak and dark. I and bet, weird. Yeah, you know what really I mean? dark stuff he saw, you know. That's one of the reasons I wanted to become Santa for a year. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. But, uh, I've uh, done the fur. You know, look, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call it that, don't they, when he dressed up as a character. Donning the fur. Yeah, I wore, I wore fucking pink pants for a while. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yeah, you were Santa. <laughs> but, but I were opposite. Was it Armley Prison? That's where I want a fucking bypass. Yeah, but what I love best about that, right? 
because you used to dress up in the Pink Panther costume. Right? What people don't know is, well, some some of you do, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking about this before that somebody somebody online was missing uh, a character that I used to write about called Fucking Amazing Dave. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And basically, Benny is fucking amazing. <laughs> Revealed. Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, one of his one of his jobs was as a Pink Panther outside at a carpet place. <laughs> And it was on like a big main, like the Armley Gyre. Oh, yeah. you know I mean? But they had this big, like a big porch roof over the main doors. You have to get up onto this big roof, didn't you? Not the roof. Was it not? I thought you had to dance on the roof. No, I had to go on fucking like a little island, you know, like oh, between yeah, all traffic yeah. and that. <laughs> <laughs> there were a big like sign behind it, fucking some of the carpets. <laughs> they used to smoke, smoke joints yeah. today, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> so they can just blow smoke. smoke and be coming out head and all that. <laughs> I were off my tits, man. Basically, we'd get out on the street, put head on, spark a spliff, smoke, all, smoke our eyes and that, and then we'd start doing silly dances and moonwalks, <laughs> and everybody was just giving its finger and, you know, fuck off, no <laughs> You had a couple of kids waving if you're lucky, but the rest of it were just fingers and Constant shit. Constant shit. My, you know, like my speciality, we're doing tail bit, you know what I mean, then doing robot and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Doing tail, it wasn't like. It's just like walking about, you know, spinning my tail like it were a cane, you know. What I mean, <laughs> and then I'd bust straight into a robot and stuff. You know, fuck's sake! <laughs> but like, but you know the bleakness of that as a yeah, job, you know. Like, well, but you know what I mean. It, and, it's, and, and but you're not allowed to do that, are you, with Disney? Yeah. You know what I mean. Blow all the smoke. No, but you're, you're going, it's the really funny about the brand, aren't they? Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't want it to be. Authentic. You have to be in character, no matter what happens. Apparently, if someone has an heart attack on the floor, you stay in you character. To, you have you to do all the actions like oh me, oh my, like miming and that, like oh. <laughs> CPR as fucking <laughs> as Mickey. But it's true, you know what I mean? It's oh, some weird, That's yeah. another chat, is that one about people dying at Disney? Yeah, but I mean, but this is the thing with, with, with him doing this. But the weird thing is with COVID, he kept going and all that stuff, even with his job and everything like that. But I think they had to shut at one point with COVID. Didn't go back again afterwards. Didn't he? No, that were it. It sort of wow, broke the, the cycle. The, 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 yeah, the spell had been broken. Which I think is a good thing. I'm hoping he's moved on and he's got himself sort of like in a bit of a bit of a better place. Because I think he sees it as being still in a happy place. Yeah, Disney. Yeah. But uh, I'm here to tell him he's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell you, all movies are shit as well. Tron's is, and there might be some other ones that I think, oh, is that Disney? But you know, your normal Disney movie, I'm yeah. rubbish. I can't think of any of them I like. You no, know what that's I, mean? I mean Disney now, Disney Plus, and all that bought loads of movies, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, Disney Plus is this. I've got someone else's account and I'm, I'm on it all the time. It's brilliant, yeah. you know what I mean? They do own a lot of the yeah, but self-made but... actual Disney made movies are a bit of bit Yeah, the, ca- the classic yeah. Disney cartoons. What the shit? Yeah, the early it. stuff are quite like the really early things, you know what I mean? I think like Snow White, the original the, I I admire the actual art. Yeah, the yeah, which so, is yeah. fair dude. Bar me tits off watching one of them now. I'd hate to watch a Disney movie. Yeah, they are a bit shit. Oh, oh no. no. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then, our kid, it's time to get up. Uh, yeah, God. No, you, it's ten minutes. I'm having can a little snuggle. Yeah, come on. Uh, that's a little snuggle down. Oh, that's it, you know. All right, all right. All right. All right. All right. All fucking twig pressing against me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's a big night from that. <laughs> he's a bigger night from Benny. Take care, guys. Sweet There are three ways you may contact Kraken. Either by email at crackandcoldpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at crackandcold, or Instagram at crackandcoldpod. Ha ha!